When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, yes, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday. Ball is officially back, big man. You know me, I was belly aching in week zero when we got a bunch of dog matchups, but we are inching closer to number three Clemson and number five Georgia. That, my friend, is a real matchup right there. Yeah, I get, I'm, I'm moving the drool away from my mouth real quick. Sorry, I'm not trying to be disgusting, but I'm frothing at the mouth. With this matchup here, big man, how's everything going in your world? Everything is going good. I mean, we're here. We're out earlier. I had to remember that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm not on at five today. I'm on at, at four. So uh, I am here, made it in and ready to go. Now, did you remember in time or were you like breaking the sound barrier on your no, way to the studio? No, 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 no. I always remember in time. It just You just have to adjust yourself. You know, we've been yeah. doing this forever. And yeah. so Saturday is a certain routine, but you got, you know, you got to get out of the routine a little bit faster. I like the new routine where we'll be able to see the the final quarter of the the late game, you know, so you'll see the the fourth quarter. I guess it's good and bad cuz 
we won't be on the air to react to it. <laughs> but, right. But we can watch it a little closer. It is. It's hard to do a show. This sounds like first world radio problems, but it is. It's harder to do a show during the games. You just can't watch the same way you normally would. So I guess that's the silver lining. We get to watch the games. And we'll react uh, later on. And we have Twitter. There are other outlets we can get our opinions out there. But we started off with the college scoreboard here. A couple of games of note. Alabama just wrecking Miami. Not a shock. They're up 44-13 to in the final few minutes. And they're just picking up where they left off. We've seen that picture recently surface of Mac Jones, who's starting for the Patriots, Tua Tungavailoa, starting with the Dolphins, and Jalen Hurts, starting for the Eagles, all in Bama uniforms, all at Alabama at the same time, which is absurd. And now we have Bryce Young picking up where those guys left off, and he had a very good game, very accurate passer. Bryce Young, his first start, it looks like he's been around, this is like year three for him as a starter. It's game one for him as a starter. Well, it's Alabama. I mean, they have a pro program. And, you know, these guys who are backups, you look at Tua's little brother over in, uh, where is he? In, uh, Maryland. Maryland. Right? He's hit the ground running over there, playing well. It's just that program, you know, the competition in practice is so high because a, a good portion of those guys are, will be professional athletes. So guys do come in the game, freshmen or not, and they're ready to go, literally, because they've been practicing against guys who are already in the pros uh, currently. Makes it easy. It does. I have one. I have two things to say about Bama. One is very complimentary and one is bellyaching. Okay. Let's start off with the good. To be this good with such high expectations. You know this, big man. When you're on a team that has high expectations, it's hard to live up to that. It creates a lot of stress. There's this standard you have to meet. Think about the Steelers. The standard is the standard. You've got to live up to that. And so for Alabama, it is championship or bust. It's been that way for the past decade. And yet they're still able to routinely meet those high expectations. So it's even more impressive that they're able to achieve with such high expectations. Think about a team like the Cleveland Browns. A lot of people thought they were the trendy team two years ago to make some noise, and they fell flat on their faces. They're not used to dealing with high expectations. It's a whole thing. That's the complimentary thing. The bellyaching thing is they're too dominant for our entertainment value here. It is just (laughs) not entertaining with them wrecking shop through college football yet again. Uh, You know what? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, they have the same opportunities to recruit just like everybody else. You got to think about it. I mean, all the top-tier players can't all go to Alabama. Yeah. So, you know, other programs got to step up. Alabama's been beat now. Let's not get it twisted. Alabama's been beat. Uh, So the opportunities out there, can you step up and, and seize that opportunity? Miami thought they were ready. They were not. And so, you know, on to the next game. See somebody this year who can uh, put pressure on this young, burgeoning star at quarterback. It makes me wonder, too, because we saw Oklahoma survive against Tulane, the number two team in the country. Oklahoma wins 40-35. to And it just makes me wonder, are media members just hoping 
someone can challenge Bama, right? Like we hear a lot of hype about Oklahoma and, oh, look out, Spencer Rattler and that defense. I don't want to hear another word about the fool's gold Sooners. We've heard this year in and year out as of late. Oh, look out for Oklahoma. I'm not looking out for them at all. Their defense stinks. They barely beat Tulane. That game was moved to Oklahoma because of the hurricane. I don't want to hear. I just wonder if some of these other teams, Oklahoma, few more rose petals thrown at their feet in hopes that they're good enough to take down Alabama. Think about Georgia. Georgia has a very good team, but is there a little bit there with just this hope of, man, can somebody take down Alabama? What do you think about that? Uh, look, in, in, in terms of Oklahoma and, and Tulane, Tulane is a good football team. They were good last year, and I know it's not on the scale. They're in the, uh, you know, they're in the American Conference. I get it. I understand. <laughs> uh, but they're a good football team, and we all know these first games. You don't know what you really got yet. Yeah. You know, you don't. You don't know what you really got. We. It was several teams that are high, you know, profile teams, namely in the in the in the Pac-12, that struggled. You look at Fresno State. Fresno State had Oregon. They had if they could if they turned the ball over one less time. Yeah, we're having Maybe. A, we're having a different conversation. Um, you look at at the pressure that San Jose State is putting on USC. I mean, it's thirteen zero right now, but it's not easy sailing for SC like they probably thought it was going to be. Iowa and, State isn't exactly right struggling a little bit against Northern Iowa. So th- this is the this is the week to where you're like, okay, let's hold it together, let's get through this, let's learn from it, let's build our team, let's figure out who we're gonna be in 2021. Let's let 2020 go. And 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 you know, I think that's I think that's the beauty of college football, especially the first week. I hear you to a point because I I totally get it. First game of the season, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Iowa, uh, Ohio State, they didn't hit the ground running in the first half mm-hmm. against Minnesota. And then all of a sudden they woke up in the second half, four touchdown passes later, and they're winning by two touchdowns. Uh, you mentioned Oregon, not the best work of art in week one. Oklahoma, not a work of art in week one. And all those teams, Oklahoma, Oregon, Ohio State, they're probably going to look better going forward as the season goes along. But with that being said, it still shows you the divide. Look at Bama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are just crushing. The number 14 team in the country. Uh, Miami's my, a real team. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Miami always teases us, right? Miami, uh, they they a little bit of a little bit of fool's goal sometimes. They neutral come out, field. Neutral Look field. Look at all these opponents. Um, let's say Miami, Tulane, Fresno State. Who do you think is the cream of that crop? I, I would probably say Miami. I would too. I would say Miami. I, but I will say this, and it pains me to say this. Fresno State has a good team. It pains, <laughs> it pains, you, it huh? pains me to Same say Same conference back in the day? Yeah, like I'm... I, was I, that the whack? It was back the whack. When you were, it was the whack. Yeah, okay. It was the whack. And it it definitely pains me to say it. Uh, uh, um, but watching them play this week and last week, their quarterback, goodness, Jay Heener, Jake uh, Hayner, 
This kid can play. And he uh, was a transfer from Washington. And, I mean, he had almost 300 yards again this week. And just watching him play, the way he just controlled Oregon uh, offensively, it was it, it was great to see. I hate that, you know, he has that ability because we're going to have to see them. Uh, so, you know, San Diego State's going to have to 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 see them this year. Mm-hmm. So I hate that them, you know, I hate them having anything good. At, you at hate them twice now. Ever. You hate them from before. You hate them presently. You know, <laughs> but you know, their competition for your uh, they they for can, your Aztecs. They can there. play though. They they yeah. really can play. This this team it can play. So uh, yeah, I say Miami is the best out of, out of that group you mentioned. But you know, Fresno State is poised to make some noise. And when you look at when you look at the schedule moving forward, uh, you look at Oregon at Ohio State next week, and that's a great matchup. Kayvon Thibodeau, who was in the conversation, that pass rusher from Oregon to maybe be the number one overall pick when the NFL draft rolls around next year. He'll at least be in the the top five ten area. He's a, a top talent in the country. He suffered an ankle injury, so first. Uh, First quarter, he was his dominant self, and a teammate got rolled up on him. Like uh, his, his teammate was being blocked and fell into his left ankle, so he left the game. Was in a walking boot. That's a big, big deal going forward next oh, yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. have. Thibodeau. I mean, he was, you know, arguably the first pick in the draft. You know, so he's projected in the top five, and not having him moving forward for Oregon is going to be. Uh, a tough mountain to climb. Yeah, and we don't know that for sure. It's possible, but that's not a great sign. Like walking boot and suiting up next week, they don't normally go hand in hand. It can happen, but uh, it's not a good sight if you're a Ducks fan right there. Yeah, you get, they got to you know really monitor that and make sure that if it's a high ankle sprain, we can you know you can lose in three four weeks. Yeah, it is possible. Okay, we're getting set for Georgia and Clemson. Oh, maybe prop bet mania. Maybe this new window, right? We get on, we set the stage, and then prop bets right before the the late games kickoff. What do you think about that? Let's do Candy it. bar bets galore. Oh wow! Okay. Possibly, okay. you know. Okay, you can get crazy. Getting, get all we're into getting that. wild. Yeah, let's uh, let our hair down. We're on an hour earlier. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts over here. Also, this coming up. Are you buying what the goat is selling? I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to look like a million bucks but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave. Thanks to their six precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store or online at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. Welcome to the club. All right, candy bar bets potentially. Galore here. Let's just look at the quarterbacks. Let's not get crazy here immediately, but uh, <laughs> you look at the QBs. Our guy DJ Uwe, DJ Uwe, that's your guy. That's right. So his passing yardage, it's set at two sixty-two and a half, according to Bavada. You like the over or under with DJ Uwe's passing yards tonight? Two sixty-two. That's easy in college. Easy over. I think that's I think that's an over. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go under and believe in Georgia's defense. Georgia's got some talent on that side of the ball, and plus Clemson's gonna run the ball a little bit. It does. It seems like it seems over, but I I don't know when when Vegas is like, here, buddy, here, take the over. Yeah, it seems easy, doesn't it? I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm gonna take the under on that one. How about passing touchdowns for DJ Uwe? Clemson quarterback, two and a half. Over or under? Mm. Wow, these are good. Yeah. I'll go over. Okay, I'll stick with the under on that one. Now, if we look at JT Daniels, Georgia's quarterback, get this. His uh, passer, uh, his passing yards total, 235 and a half. Expecting Georgia to run the ball quite a bit and some tip of the cap to Clemson's defense. What do you think about that? 235 and a half. Oof. What are you taking, over or under? I'm going to go with the over on that one. 
that's just that. That's a not a lot at all. No, it really isn't. Hmm. And JT's good. He's a good quarterback. Hmm. <laughs> These are tough, man. <laughs> this isn't easy. This is pretty tough. What do you think? Uh, I gotta go with the over as well. I can't take the under. Yeah. I have nothing. I well, you can throw. You can throw over two thirty. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, the touchdowns for J T. Daniels. The line is set at one and a half. I'll go I'll, over. I'll go over as well. I'll so we agree over. on J T. We're on opposite ends of D J. Uwe. You see a bigger game than I do. Uh, who do you? Just simply with the game spread. What do you think? Clemson minus two and a half. You going with the favorite, or are the dogs barking with Georgia mm. in, in more ways than one? I'm going the dogs are barking here. I'm going to take the points with Georgia. I'm taking Clemson. Yeah, you, you might be right on that. I don't know I'm if this Clemson. is the hype train with Georgia. They do have talent, man, but it's not just about having talent. It's living up to those expectations. Clemson is used to that. Georgia isn't, and that can make the difference tonight. You get off to a little bit of a slow start if you're Clemson. I don't think you press. You get off to a slow start and you're Georgia. You're not used to those expectations. Maybe you press a little bit more. I'm telling you, it can make a difference. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I mean, DJ has a Dr. Pepper commercial, so it's <laughs> a certain type of hype you got to live up to, right? Yeah, well, that's true, man. NIL, welcome. Welcome to a new day and age. Okay, how about this? Do you agree with the GOAT? So Tom Brady, he was one of four Tampa Bay players. They were on Buccaneers player chat. They were on this discussion, right? A little bit of a a panel, if you will. And so there was a reporter asking these four players questions. Mike Evans, Levante, David, Gronk, and Tom Brady. And so Tom Brady was talking about how defensive players get penalized. And he's not pointing the finger at them. He's pointing the finger at himself, an offensive player. So we'll go in different parts here, but this is the first portion of it. Do you buy what Tom Brady is selling? Check this out. The quarterback should only throw the ball to certain places because your receiver is in danger of getting hit. For example, when I used to play against Ray Lewis, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't throw the ball to the middle (laughs) of the field because he would – he'd go after you and he would hit – like, and we didn't always have the biggest receivers, but – he would hit him and knock him out of the game. Mm. And now any, every hard hit is a penalty on the defense. So I feel like they penalize defensive players for offensive mistakes. The funny thing is you can hear, you can hear linebacker Levante David in the background like, mm, mm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm, 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 yeah, mm, yeah. He's eating some pulled pork or something. Just, ah, mm, yeah, love what you're saying here, Brady. That's right. It's not the defensive player's fault. It's the offensive player's fault. What do you think about this from Brady? Um, and in terms of, I mean, I think he's telling the the truth. The first part of that, where you got to know who you're playing against, right? Not throwing the ball over the middle against Ray Lewis was a pretty good idea. Yeah. So you know, I I think that aspect of it was was correct, and then the other is just you know, a little you know pat on the back for for defense, you know. You know, it's not you. It's not. It's not you guys. It's us. We should be more cautious. <laughs> All these defensive guys are just applauding. Like, 
That's beautiful, Brady. That is excellent. Love what you had to say. Here's the next portion of what Brady is talking about. Now, listen carefully, because I think he's referencing, he has to be referencing. Remember when Justin Fields almost died on the field, the Bears quarterback? He didn't see the rush coming against the Bills in the preseason. And he just got depleted. Helmet off, headband off. I'm pretty sure that's the play that Brady is referencing. So keep that in mind when you hear him talk about that play. If a quarterback, I was watching the Chicago Bear game, <laughs> the, quarter, the quarterback like, messes up, doesn't see the blitzer, and, or the line screws up. I don't know what happened. But the quarterback or the line on offense, the defensive player comes in and hits him hard, and they throw a flag on the defense. So they've almost moved the protection of your opponent to you mm-hmm. as opposed to where it should be, which is on yourself. Like if you're a quarterback, you got to protect yourself and your players. It shouldn't be the responsibility of your opponent to protect you. Okay. I, I hear what he's saying, and he's right in instances. But, like, that's just not the way the game is going to be officiating. Officiated. If you look at that play, remember when Justin Fields got decleated? That's going to be a penalty on the defensive guy. If it's a helmet-to-helmet hit, if he's driving the quarterback into the ground, I don't care that Justin Fields screwed up his responsibility or the line didn't take care of their responsibility. That's going to be a penalty on the defensive player. So it's not just a quarterback not being aware of what he needs to be aware of or ear-mailing a pass and that leaves a receiver exposed. It's not just the fault of the offensive guy. It's just the way the game is going to be officiated these days. And if you want to know the truth, it's more about head injuries, CTE. That's why they're trying to take the head out of football. They're trying to take helmet-to-helmet collisions out of football. It's got way more to do with that than it does offensive players screwing up. That's how I see it. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to hit someone – you got to hit properly, and that's where the coaching comes in, starting at Pop Warner. You know, everyone was taught to lead with the head, spear, try to dislodge the, the ball from the ball carrier. It was taught that way, so it was played that way for decades. Now it's being taught a new way for, the, for a younger generation, a newer generation, uh, to try to preserve some of these guys' uh, mental capacity when they get older. And so, yeah, you got to be cognizant of that. You may have a free rush, and you're thinking, oh, I'm about to kill him. But you got to kill him with kindness almost. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You got to tackle him with love these days. Hey, guy, here I come. Uh-huh. Taking you down to the ground. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Watch your head. Gotcha. Gotcha down. Yeah, and listen, defensive guys are penalized way more than offensive players, but sometimes you will see the offensive guy, especially a running back, maybe lowering the head, initiating contact. You'll see that called, not as often, but it will be called from time to time. It's just, that's the progression, man. If we didn't have all this information about concussions and CTE, and you would not see nearly as many penalty flags. But we do know about those things, and that's why the game has been changed. We'll get to a couple of these targeting penalties in college football today. Man. The automatic ejection. I don't like, and- no, I don't like that part. I don't, I don't like the punishment for it. And then, you know, don't they miss the first half of the next game? Right. Like, it's just not enough games. You, you, you're killing these kids, man. 
And and yeah. some of the stuff isn't even on purpose. Yeah. But both of those uh, instances, the Miami game, the safety got ejected. And he's their, their guy, Bolden. Yeah. yeah. He's their leader. And was, the Penn State game, that was a garbage call, I thought. Uh, the quarterback ran the football. They called targeting. And uh, the Penn State player got the gate. But in both of those instances, it had nothing to do with the offensive player being at fault. Like nothing. Right. Zero. <laughs> so with Brady saying this, yeah, it comes into play every now and then. But let's not act like, oh, man, they're just throwing penalties on these defensive players because the offensive guys screwed up. There are plenty of times. Overwhelmingly, that's not the case at all. And it's crazy because we have a guy on our staff who couldn't play in today's game. He couldn't play in college or he couldn't play in the pros because you want to talk about a heat-seeking missile. You <laughs> want to talk about someone targeting a receiver or a running back and dislodging the mm-hmm. ball from their hands. We got a guy who will lock on like a lockhead missile, and that is one Stephen M. DeSager. <laughs> You're right with the sentence. I could not play in the pros. That is, that is, is it true that Troy Polamalu patterned his style after you, Steve? <laughs> yes. Is that? Yeah, yes, speak facts. softly and carry a big stick. That's the two of us, yeah. Just walking down the mall. I didn't want to cause any trouble, but yeah, get in the field, get in the arena with the gladiators. Sure, same thing. Yeah. Same hair as well. By the way, I will say, having covered that SC team, he is one of the soft, softest-spoken football players. The I nicest dude. You would around. never know Absolutely. he would be that much of a Tasmanian devil on he, the football field at all. He was sensational to be around. And yeah, get him on the field. It's kind of like some of the hockey players I used to cover. These very, very nice Canadians, but man, get him on the ice. Ridiculous. In the college football game on Fox TV right now, Texas has the lead and is attempting a field goal to extend it. Under six and a half minutes to go at home, 21st-ranked Texas leads 35-18 against number 23, Louisiana. The Texas field goal attempt from 49 yards out is good. So 38-18 for the Longhorns in the opener. Meanwhile, seventh-ranked Iowa State has kicked a field goal, now leads 16-10 against Northern Iowa with under two minutes left. USC ranked fifth. 15th preseason is at the Coliseum for its opener and led at the half 13-0 over San Jose State. It's now 13-7 against the Spartans with about four minutes left in the third quarter. Also in progress, Mississippi State has scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to take the lead at home 35-34 over Louisiana Tech with about three and a half minutes to go. Earlier in Atlanta, number one Alabama destroyed Miami 44-13. Bryce Young with four touchdown passes. Number two Oklahoma playing at home against Tulane held on to beat him 40 to 35. Coming up in Charlotte, it's Clemson versus Georgia. Also in a half an hour, number six Texas A&M will host Kent State. Number eight Miami blitz my uh, Miami Ohio, I should say, was blitzed at number eight Cincinnati 49 to 14. Desmond Ritter with four touchdown passes. Number 11 Oregon 31 24 over Fresno State. You mentioned Ducks All American defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau leaving with a sprained ankle. Top 20 matchup at Wisconsin somehow. Penn State won that game. They had one first down in the first half. 
but did not trail. It was scoreless at halftime, and Penn State wins 16-10 to at Wisconsin as the Badgers threw two interceptions in about the last two minutes. Iowa 34-6 over Indiana. Sunday night, Notre Dame at Florida State. Monday night, Louisville versus Ole Miss in Atlanta, and Mississippi coach Lane Kiffin is out after testing positive for COVID. Patrick Cantley leads by two strokes over John Rahm at the PGA's Tour Championship in Atlanta. In Major League Baseball, the Yankees lost at home to Baltimore. Araldis Chapman gave up a sack fly top of the ninth, 4-3 Orioles the final, and Boston has just won, scoring in the bottom of the ninth to beat Cleveland 4-3. Tampa Bay with another victory, 11-4 over Minnesota, and Toronto beat Oakland 10-8. As far as the college football that's coming up tonight, and again, it is opening weekend for most teams in college football, there is a game on Fox TV at the Rose Bowl. UCLA hosts number 16 LSU in an hour. They expect a large crowd, unlike the opener last week when uh, UCLA pummeled Hawaii. There was a very small crowd, uh, nearly their smallest since they moved into the Rose Bowl in the early 80s. Uh, UCLA with the home game there, Cal with a home game on FS1 at 10.30 Eastern against Nevada, and two other late games of notes. In Las Vegas at the Raiders slash UNLV Stadium, it's Arizona against BYU late tonight. And the San Diego State Aztecs Mm. will be opening with a, quote, home game against (laughs) New Mexico State. They are once again playing over 100 miles north of San Diego for their home games at the LA Galaxy Soccer Stadium, where the Chargers had played three seasons in recent years. In case you're wondering why, it's because where the Aztecs played in San Diego for decades, that stadium doesn't exist anymore. It's been torn down, the former Qualcomm Stadium. They should have a new place. I've read about half the size, completed in time for next football season, 2022. And for those who are unaware, San Diego State bought that property, and that was approved over a year ago. 135 acres, so the university, which is nearby, will have place for if they want offices, classes. They're going to have a a river park, the whole thing, and a stadium. But as for now, if you want to go to Carson, California, and see the mighty Aztecs against New Mexico State, Many tickets are available for $10 on the resale market. Wahoo! Back to you. You know, I have fond memories of Qualcomm Stadium, Steve, as I was betting on uh, (laughs) individual receptions for Bears receiver Alshon Jeffrey. And for each catch, it was like a higher dollar amount for me. And he had a bunch of grabs that evening. So very fond memories. All ties back to the game. Very few have fond memories of the building itself, though, because it it was a dump by the end. It it deserved to be torn out in this past year. It was terrible. It was pretty bad. I mean, it leaked when it rained. It just people didn't know that because it so rarely rains in Southern California. They're like, screw it. It's only like 10 days. We can live with that. Do you remember all those years where they would have to paint the grass green late in the season yeah, because the, the, it was right next to the river? The the locker room was terrible. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I remember was there air conditioning? There. What was it like? Oh, it was there? small. I remember Super Bowls, plural, were there. And oh, when yeah. they finally had the last one there, which might have been when... This the, one's for John is one of the last ones they yeah. were playing in San Diego. When John Gruden I, I, won that Super Bowl. That was I was a... Um, I was a uh, freshman in. No, this one's for John. Was the next one? You must, that was yeah, late that must 90s. have been your last year in college, right? Yeah, you, uh, 90, 98 was my my last year in college. Tampa Bay Raiders. A few years later. Yep. And they said San Diego. Oh yeah, we can uh, we can get up to seventy thousand seats at least. We can meet your minimum for a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then they wound up having to apologize. Plus the tiny locker rooms of this what nineteen sixty five stadium, roughly That's that it was, terrible. doesn't exist. 
Wow. That's well, nice. now it's ours. Let's go Aztecs. <laughs> New digs and everything. Okay, now we were talking about the targeting penalties. There was an ejection. Uh, Miami uh, safety. Bolden was uh, tossed from the game. That was the correct call. It was helmet to helmet. It was targeting. But the punishment, very severe. In the Penn State game, I didn't agree with the call. I thought it was a bailout. Graham Mertz, the quarterback, he was trying to run for a first down. He was tackled short. And Wisconsin was trailing by six points at the time. We're talking five and a half minutes to go. It's going to be fourth down, and boom, all of a sudden, it's a targeting penalty. The Penn State player gets ejected. The drive keeps going for Wisconsin. Didn't work out for them, but it gave them new life, right? There was a a huge call in the game. And the ejections being tied to it. Let me ask you, what if you were in charge of college football, what do you think would be the appropriate middle ground of it being... You want the punishment to have some some juice to it, right? But I think there's too much juice right now when you get that ejection, and if it's in the second half, you miss the first half of the next game. I think that's too severe. Way too severe. It's not enough, you know. These are kids, man. Like, these kids are, 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 are here playing. They're, you know, a lot of the times it's not purposeful. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, you get the 15-yard penalty and you get a warning. The next one you do in the same game, you get kicked out. What well, Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You, you give them an opportunity to continue to play and play the right way. I mean, to me, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joel Klatt was very outspoken during that uh, Wisconsin-Penn State game. He was doing color for the game, Gus Johnson, on the play-by-play. And Joel Klatt was like, you've got to gauge intent. And I know sometimes that could be hard to do, but you could tell on that Penn State play, he's not trying to hurt the quarterback. Like Joel said, he's just playing fast. And to get the gate for that, I mean, in that instance, a penalty is harsh enough because he's no intent whatsoever. And... uh, I just think to get ejected on top of that is way too much. And who knows what the next game is going to be. You might have a, a huge matchup the next week, and you're not going to be on the field for that? Yeah, that's I, I don't like all that. It's too much. They need to really adjust that rule because these kids are, you know, very few opportunities per year, and and every game means a lot. Yeah, absolutely it and does. Like you said, especially if the intent wasn't there. Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Like, can you really tell every single time what's on that player's mind or what he's trying to accomplish? Sometimes you can. And that Wisconsin-Penn State game, you just know based on the situation alone, it wouldn't make any sense. There's nothing to gain to intentionally try to hit someone helmet-to-helmet like that. So I I just wish they would use some common sense. I remember a few years ago, there was a Colorado-Oregon game. And the offensive player, it was a helmet-to-helmet hit, but the offensive player on a punt return just lowered his head a little bit. The officials looked at it, and they were like, yeah, he didn't mean to hit him like that. So there was no penalty, no ejection, no nothing. I wish you would get more of that, where you could just use some common sense when you're determining whether it's targeting or not. Well, sometimes common sense is not that common. Yeah. Happens in life and college football officiating, apparently. That's how we go how it goes down here, but all right. Um, 
Uh, do we have a candy bar bet in place? We'll find out next. And also, is this guy drunk? I'm Brian No, He's Z from Salam. It's Fox Football Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. All right, very early going on here, but uh, a lot of defense so far in this Georgia-Clemson game. It's scoreless, eight minutes to go in the first quarter. But I, it just makes me think there have been a couple of low-scoring games. Think about last night, the Virginia Tech-North Carolina game. The Hokies won 17-10. to Earlier today, Penn State beat Wisconsin 16-10. to Very early on, but... Georgia's bringing legit defense tonight, so this could be another low-scoring game. If it was one or the other, big man, would you like more games where points are harder to come by? You know, we're talking like 16, points. 13. You would rather have games in the 30s yeah, if you got to go one or the other? I'm an offensive player. I like points. Yeah, you like the points. Okay? You like them. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, hey, I, I won't fault you. You know what, what? What do you like? What would you like? As long as it's good defense, I'm totally fine with lower scoring games. There's a big difference between good defense and just horrible offense. I don't like lower scoring games where it's horrible offense. But if the defenses are flying around and it's hard to just complete passes and run the ball, I love those type of games. Mm. You're not so much, huh? 
No, nah, man, I like to score. <laughs> like I said, I'm an offensive player. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That uh, that Wisconsin-Penn State game where, you know, Graham Mertz is having a hard time completing a handoff. Like, that's not good defense. That was just horrible offense right. at times. I don't like that. Like, I'm I don't, not feeling it, that. The game is too hard, and you put too much in it as an offensive lineman to not get the carrot at the end, right? Uh-huh. With the carrot being the touchdown. By the way, the Dukes Mayo Classic. Oh, God. That sounds disgusting. Are, you're not a mayonnaise person over there? No. No. Hard Awful. pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Who? Hard pass. You know, I, I have a confession to make. I used to be hard pass when it came to mayo, and I've had enough BLTs where the place I was at just forgot, and I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll just eat it. I don't want it to oh, be. Oh, well, it wasn't a hard no for you then. It, yeah, that's true. But it used to be. I used to always be like, no thanks, no no mayo. Can, I, I don't like the smell of it. I don't like the sight of it. <laughs> if it touches me, we have a serious problem. <laughs> the sight of it. Yeah, I don't like to look enough. at it. Yeah, I'm good. Wow. Yeah, hey, man. That's a strong stance by you. Now, we'll get back to college football. Something else I want to mention here with you, but let's shift our focus to the NFL because in just a couple of days, Thursday night football, we've got the Cowboys and Tampa Bay to kick off the 2021 season. So Dak Prescott, he only played five games last year, had that compound fracture in his ankle. Here's what Dak had to say about getting back on the field. I'm excited to have that behind me. I don't think about injury. I don't think about now the the time that I missed. I was just laughing the other day with the teammate about the moment that it happened. So to be that far beyond it, I'm just excited to to get back to football and just play this game without those thoughts and without those emotions. And um, as I said, just getting back to doing what I love. I have high expectations for myself and I plan to come out starting fast. Obviously, I've said before I don't necessarily want the numbers that I had that early because we weren't winning games and we weren't – we weren't being competitive early, and that's why some of those numbers came about. But, um, yeah, I mean, I plan to, to come out better than I was last year, to be honest. And as I said, that's just the work that I've put in going all the way back to uh, February when I got back on the field. Kind of interesting to me where uh, Dak, not having that time in the preseason, not playing in any games, limited training camp because he had the shoulder issue, I really think that he's going to have to learn to trust his body during the Tampa game. I don't think he can be quite there yet where he's like, I'm good. I can cut. I can change direction. My ankle is totally fine. I think a game time situation is a different deal. So I think that he's going to have a couple of those moments during the game where it locks in stone like, oh, okay, I just cut. It didn't fold on me. I'm good. But I think that's part of the the trusting your body process that he hasn't gotten there yet. He missed all the preseason, a lot of training camp. What do you think about that? Yeah. And it's twofold. It's the arm and the the ankle and now the, 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 the shoulder. Yeah. So there's a lot of unanswered questions in terms of mentally being ready to go. Uh, and, and those hurdles that come with that coming back off injury, you know, the, the, the first thing is the original injury which was not that long ago and less than a year ago. And then you look at, okay, dealing with that mentally, preparing yourself mentally for that. And then, oh, I have some shoulder tightness. 
mm-hmm. right? And then that was a month. That's five weeks. It's been going five weeks now that he hasn't been up to to speed and, and throwing like he would have wanted to coming back off the first injury. So it'll be real interesting to see if he can compartmentalize both injuries, put them in the same place, and then just go out there and let it rip. Very That's difficult right. to do. I'm so curious to see if his game looks different just in terms of because he used to be a bulldozer running the football and I'm curious to see if he slides more often I mean, and it's a little bit more injury. like Russell Wilson you know yeah that was just remember the the, the sight of him just holding oh, his leg gosh. as yeah. it pointed the other way oh that was bad that that, was... just think about what that would do mentally to you like yeah because you'll start remembering what it felt like. Not only what it looked like, but what it felt like. Yeah. And those are the thoughts and the things that creep up into your mind as you're maneuvering and, and people are chasing you and the speed of the game is intense. You don't want that ever to happen again. So, uh, you know, all eyes will be on Dak, man. He got his money. Everybody's got their money. Everybody's paid. Mm-hmm. So let's see how this thing shakes out, you know. And I think he would be wiser to be more like Russ, to be more judicious. It didn't make any sense. It was week five against the Giants, you know. He's fighting for extra yardage. He gets tackled and rolled up on a little bit, and that's his season. Boom, just like that. So I would like to see – I'm not saying sit there in the pocket, don't use your athleticism, don't ever run. I'm saying get what you can get. And get down. Just don't take that additional punishment. Because you mentioned that play, and <laughs> this was Romo. Romo was like hoping and trying to plead with the football gods that it wasn't a serious injury when he could tell that it was. This was the call back in week five last year of Dak's injury on CBS. You almost got to hope it's a cramp, don't you, if you're a Cowboy fan right there? But, oh, that, that does not look good, Jim. <laughs> That's like... Yeah, cramp. All right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it's a cramp tone. I don't think that. Was, unfortunately, it was not a cramp there. But very interested to see what his style of play looks like come week one against Tampa. If you see any noticeable changes, but I'll have my eye on that. I'm Brian. Though he's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Now we get back to college ball. Bama wrecking shop. Apologies to Don Brown, our trusted technical producer. He pulls for the Canes here. Yeah, and he saw this coming, as most of us that follow football at, at all could see, could see coming as Bama just waxes the field 44-13 to How'd you feel about Miami. that, Don? Um, I didn't watch the game, so that, that, should, that says a lot, honestly. Why didn't you watch the game? Because I knew what it was. I, I was at the gym. <laughs> And it was like 1130. I was like, man, I need me some food. And I was like, all right, do I want to rush to get home and watch the game? And then I you said, you, no, you, I took a drive. You, you know, I took a drive instead. You know you have a, a a television that you carry with you in your pocket in the form of a phone, right? Oh, he knows. I, mean, I understand that. But like I said, I took a drive instead. I don't want to watch that. You don't want to watch your team play? I don't want to watch that. Disgusting. Terrible fan. Terrible. I get it. I get it. We're, Ride or die. Hey, I just understand. I understand what he's talking about here. And are you going to watch Notre Dame get uh, uh, get Trump get trounced by Florida State tomorrow? 
No, they're not going to get trounced oh, by Florida oh, State. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, when they were playing Bama in the college football playoff last season, I thought it could get out of hand, but, you know, I thought there was a chance they could keep it close and who knows what happens. It didn't quite work out, but, yeah, I'm watching that game. But long story short, Don Brown is in a better mental state of mind not having watched that as a Canes fan, <laughs> you know? That was therapy for him taking a drive. But we had the uh, starting debut of Bryce Young. And how about this? Look at his stat line. 27 of 38 for 344 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Very accurate. This was one of the highlights. Eli Gold from Learfield. Just, uh, you know, your run-of-the-mill 94-yard touchdown pass. Bryce gets it. Backpedals onto the end zone. Loads up. Looks long. He's got Williams behind the defense. Down the right sideline. 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Yeah, that's a way to, to debut right yeah, there. That'll yeah. do it. That'll get you, uh, that'll get that confidence up. I can yeah. tell you that. It was funny because I was watching the uh, Virginia Tech-North Carolina game, and uh, the play-by-play guy was asking Andre Ward, right, former quarterback. He's like, if Miami were to win this game, how would they do it? And Andre Ward immediately is like, oh, uh, well, that's going to be tough. Let me just say that. It's going to be really tough. But if it does happen, it would have to be Derek King just goes nuts. And he's a veteran. He's a good player. And it's got to be a rough debut for Bryce Young. And, uh, it, you know, it certainly was not that. And that's why you get a 44-13 to ball game. Blowout city, big man. Now, yeah. I will say this, too. Go, what were you going to say? I was going to say uh, this – Georgia Clemson game is it's tight right now right a lot of defense right Man, at this point it's happening right now I that's I'm off to a good candy bar start you are yeah looking for the under and passing yardage for DJ Uwe. he's one for three for six yards right now by the way how much do you recommend a cookies and cream Twix candy bar there uh it's good it's good okay it doesn't sound like a ringing no it's it's not better than the original Twix okay but it's worth trying out. Yeah, try it. Okay. I might change my candy bars on my on my bet too. So we'll see. Okay. Well, I mean, you got a lot of ground to make up. I do. You know, you're right on the edge of having to pay up. I, I you're right. So I mean, and just look, you still Twixes? I mean, uh, Snickers? I I might mix it up a little bit. I might go candy bar medley on this next uh, round. You let me know. Whatever yeah. it is. Okay. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is when I pay that bet and we're, you know, zero, zero, uh-huh. we start it again. Okay, no problem. We'll keep it rolling. All right, coming up next, the naysayers have some naysaying to do about this coach. We will uh, dive into that. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to look like a million bucks but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store or online, at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. Welcome to the club. All right, so we have uh, Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss head coach. He's going to miss the opener. He tested positive for COVID. He's going to miss the game on Monday as Ole Miss takes on Louisville. And so Lane Kiffin, he was on ESPN's college game day, and he was talking about him being vaccinated, the entire team being 100% vaccinated, yet still contracting COVID. Here is Lane Kiffin. The great thing is, you know, because I know some people say, well, you 100% vaccinated. Well, had we not been, you know, we'd have a lot of close, close contacts shut down and not playing in this game, including our quarterback. Obviously, I'm near him all day long. It's a good point by Lane Kiffin because he know, he knows what's coming his way. You get a lot of people, hey, what's the point of... And it's like, moron. Just listen to Lane Kiffin. He laid it out there perfectly because it would have been a much bigger deal had he not been vaccinated. It doesn't mean you're immune and there's no chance you're going to get it whatsoever. It's just you are minimizing the impact for yourself and the potential spread. What's so hard about this? This is not a difficult thing here. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. So, you know, we can keep every week talking about it till we're blue in the face. (laughs) The science and the information hasn't changed. It's not hard. And so, you know, Lane Kiffin was right. It could have been much worse for him and the the entire team. Yeah. But it wasn't because they've been they're being responsible. And so it's not as bad. It's really That's that it. simple. Yeah. 
it's uh, I I just think it's like wearing a seatbelt. You know, if you put your seatbelt on, you're decreasing the risks of getting severely injured or dying. It doesn't mean that if you hear of a collision and someone was wearing their seatbelt and it didn't work out for them, you're like, well, what's all this about wearing a seatbelt over here? What's the point? It's that that's stupid. It's the same thing with getting vaccinated, but uh, I don't know. Here we are. It's just not sinking in for some people, apparently. <sighs> <laughs> and also, you had Leo Chanel. He's a linebacker from Wisconsin. He contracted COVID. He misses. He's going to miss the first two games. Mm-hmm. And so it just makes me wonder, if you look in college football, if you look at some NFL players that haven't been vaccinated yet, the league is saying that they're at a 93% vaccination rate. So that's a lot. That's high. But I'm just curious how much of an impact COVID makes when it comes to specifically some of the unvaccinated players contracting it, and they're on the shelf for a longer period of time. That's just the way the rules are set up. The protocols are set up. So I'm just, I'm really curious if, remember DeAndre, uh, from uh, the Arizona Cardinals, right? DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he was saying he wasn't going to get vaccinated. Kirk Cousins, the list goes on and on. Uh, Carson Wentz, I, I just, I'm curious what the impact will be in season for some of these guys and how long they might be on the shelf if they aren't vaccinated. Yeah, and then, you know, what is the, you know, the ramifications for the for their teams? You know, if it's key, key players, if DeAndre Hopkins isn't in the lineup, then... That Arizona team is, you know, not as dangerous. Not nearly. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all of these things matter. And we're going to have to see and how this thing shakes out. Hopefully, uh, you know, there isn't what we had last year in terms of the, the outbreaks oh, and the yeah. cancellations and, uh, and you know. Undrafted sh- wide receiver playing quarterback yeah, for the like, Broncos. Oh, my goodness. We, that, <laughs> all right, we, can't, we can't do that again. I know. I know it, man. It's uh, By the way, what do you think about the Cam Newton situation while we're talking about vaccines? And he's an unvaccinated player, and he was released. Yep. And Belichick, he's uh, smarter than Urban Meyer. We'll just say that much. Urban Meyer's like, I got to be honest. Yeah, it did have an impact on us evaluating players, whether they were vaccinated or not. And Bill Belichick is like, no, no, no impact whatsoever. Because he knows what's going to come from that. There's going to be an NFLPA investigation. It's going to have legs. It's a whole thing. You just have to deny. Deny, deny, deny. deny. No, no impact at all. None. Zero. Well, Urban Meyer hasn't shown to be as as locked in. To this pro thing, um, as others, yeah. So it, it didn't surprise me that he would say something like that. Um, there will be an investigation, and there will be. I mean, that's a lawsuit. That's a grievance. Yeah. Um, for those players released because of their vaccination status, and for Cam Newton, look. Even if it wasn't a factor. The fact that he missed when he missed opened That's the door for Mac Jones. It so totally did. Either yeah. either way, goofy on you. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that allowed the person you were competing with, battling with, to jump in front of you in line. 
And And there were two joint practices with the Giants that week. In the first one, Mac Jones lit it up. It like barely had any incomplete passes that day. That's a big deal toward him winning the job. Yeah, when it's close, because that's that's what the the word out of of New England was. It's close. Mm -hmm. We're going with Cam, but it's close. You take Cam out of the picture, you know, it's it's different. And you give uh, Mac Jones an opportunity, and Cam now is, you know, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where it's at right now. I was joking, but halfway serious. The next workout video for Cam, you know, he, had, he posted a lot of workout videos before he was on a team. Which makes sense, right? He's just self-promoting. Nothing wrong with that. The next one, getting a job, it should be him like lifting up his his like sleeve, <laughs> like shirt sleeve, and getting vaccinated. Because there are going to be teams if they're thinking about signing Cam. Can't do it. He's been on the street. They, they want to know if he's vaccinated or not. Yep. If you're a fringe player, man, you and maybe you Cam, are hurting your chances. Maybe if you're not Cam vaccinated. is like, look, I've made enough money. I'm I'm just going to do me. And that's it. I guess. This is man, how it I, ends for Cam Newton. Could possibly be that. Do you think he resurfaces? I think he gets onto a team. I, I think so. But I think he limits his options by not yeah. being vaccinated, which is a crazy thing to say. But I think that's the reality of where we are right now. Yeah. Well, listen, you got. It's all about. Uh, can I count on this player to be available if needed? And if, uh, like, your vaccination vaccination status, if it causes you to pause a little bit and say, well, we don't quite know. It's, it's very similar to the more that you produce, the more you can get away with. So if there's a player that's putting up numbers that isn't vaccinated, well, he's going to have a roster spot. But Cam Newton threw more picks than touchdowns last year, you know? That's a different ball game when that's the scenario. That's just where we're at with the whole thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and you know, I, I I I told you like I was pulling for for Cam to get the starting job. Thought he gave them the best opportunity to be successful this year, but this is a good chance for Mac Jones to really step into this. Uh, Patriots have a you know a, a, a easy schedule. Yeah. And this will be a great opportunity for Mac Jones to separate himself from the other Alabama quarterbacks who haven't, (laughs) you know, been able to do that. Yeah. um, Last thing I'll say on it is this is think about that. Where Cam was, they were, you know, they were neck and neck. Who was going to win the starting job? Not being vaccinated absolutely had an impact. He missed the better part of a week at the most important time when they were figuring out who was going to be the starter and who they were going to release and all of those things. So it absolutely impacted him being a free agent right now. Like, was it worth it? He went from potential starter with the Patriots, coached by Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, who knows what he's doing as an OC. And now who knows where he resurfaces? You got to learn a whole new system. You might be holding a clipboard as the backup. Unless there's an injury, they're not signing him to be a starter right now. Right. It's a completely different scenario that he finds him, himself in. At yeah, this he point. just put himself back behind the eight ball. 
Yeah. You know, he started with New England late last year and then caught COVID and then missed the time. And then he finally got himself back up to speed. And then now you do it again. Now, I don't know if you know this. You mentioned eight ball. But uh, a friend of America, our update anchor, he was once a billiards champion. Mm. But he said, you know what? I can't go down this path here. I had my two-year stint of success, but I want to transition into the sports update game, you know? And that's <laughs> yeah, why sure. he's with yeah. us tonight. It's the great Steve DeSager. California fats, or slim, as the case may be. <laughs> sure. The uh, feature matchup in Charlotte in the college football opener of Georgia versus Clemson has just started the second quarter. The game is scoreless. JT Daniels, the Georgia quarterback, transferred from USC. 9 of 12 passing for 44 yards in the first quarter. Meanwhile, the great high school recruit from Southern California, Clemson's QB, DJ Uyunglele, believe it or not, if you add up his three passes and two rushes in the first quarter, he was a minus eight yards of total offense. Lord. So the game is scoreless early in the second quarter. It's a good start for my candy bar bet with the big (laughs) man, Steve. (laughs) Always comes down to that, doesn't it? Meanwhile, in Atlanta, Bryce Young, four touchdown passes for number one Alabama in a win over Miami 44 to 13 number six Texas A&M is going to start shortly against Texas Texas A&M is hosting Kent State in this game in fact it's 7-3 they've literally just scored in the opening minutes A&M 7-3 in the lead number 13 Florida 14-0 lead over Florida Atlantic final seconds of the first quarter 15th ranked USC was up 13-7 going to the fourth Trojans 30-7 the final against San Jose State number two Oklahoma edged Tulane 40-35 number seven Iowa State a 16-10 winner against Northern Iowa wins for Cincinnati and Oregon for Penn State and Iowa. And on Fox TV, Texas, a 38-18 winner over Louisiana. About to start on Fox TV at 16th-ranked LSU at UCLA. And by the way, although there is a decent crowd for obvious reasons with this matchup there tonight, I'm sure you will see on the Fox broadcast the crowd on the far side of the field, upper left of your TV screen, that's the student section, and it will be at least half empty. I guarantee that because they're on the quarter system and class hasn't started. doesn't for a couple of weeks. There are no students at the UCLA campus, aside from the fact that the campus is about 30 miles away from where UCLA pl- uh, plays football. In other non-top 25 action, Mississippi State scores three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to beat Louisiana Tech 35-34. Auburn late second quarter is up 34-0 on Akron. South Carolina late second quarter leads 22-0 against Eastern Illinois. Patrick Cantley has a two-stroke edge on John Rahm at the PGA's Tour Championship at the U.S. Open in New York. Number one, Novak Djokovic won his third-round match. Women's number one, Ash Barty, is playing right now. She has split the first two sets of her best of three against American Shelby Rogers. In baseball, the Phillies are leading 2-0 at the Marlins in the bottom of the seventh. Mets won the first of a doubleheader, 11-9 at Washington. The Mets had blown a 9-0 lead in that game and still won with a two-run homer top of the ninth from Francisco Lindor. So the Mets have won six in a row. In the American League, Boston and Tampa Bay with home wins, Toronto as well. But Baltimore beat the Yankees in New York 4-3 on a sack fly in the top of the ninth, the loss to closer Araldis Chapman. And an update on them, St. Louis Cardinals. They are trailing 4-0 at Milwaukee tonight. Uh, what? 
bottom of the fifth. But the good news, they finally picked up their first hit of the night. They are down <laughs> four zip. And also bad, the Reds were getting shut out. Cincinnati has just darted ahead 5-3 over the Tigers at the end of three. The Reds lead for the final NL wildcard spot. Half game over San Diego. St. Louis just one and a half games back. Philadelphia two back for the final wild card. Feature matchup of Dodgers at Giants starts in a half an hour. Julio Arias, 15-3, and three, will start for the Dodgers. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve, as always. Um, yeah, Cardinals not exactly bringing the pain tonight, apparently. No. They scored 14 runs last night, big man, and they have one hit in four innings now. Welcome oh. to baseball. I mean, maybe they uh, swung their wad last night. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Uh, wow, I'm looking at DJ Uwe. A couple of nice passes. They're getting on the move. In, getting in a little bit of a rhythm. Okay. Yeah, yeah not bad. It's a rough first quarter. Scoreless. Uh, some decent defense. It wasn't just bad offense. I thought that first half of the Penn State-Wisconsin game, that was more bad offense yeah, initially. That was pretty brutal. Penn State using the big plays, right? Chucking it downfield. A couple of chunk plays and... The Nittany Lions get it done. It's been a weird tenure for James Franklin over there with Penn State. It's uh, They get into a groove. They're winning a few games in a row. And then, like, last year's beginning to the season was just disastrous. It's been kind of up and down for, for James Franklin over there in Penn State land. Yeah, it, it, it has been. Um, look, they got a W. You got to build off of it. It was ugly, but a win is a win. And that that is that's the bottom line. That's right. Just stack them. Just stack them. <laughs> they're, not all, the they're, not gonna, they're not going to all be masterpieces. That's right. We but, will not remember if they flash the win loss record of James Franklin before the next game. You will never remember. Or like three years from now, you're never right. going to remember this one against never. Wisconsin. Never. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. By the way, um, how about this? Some interesting audio here. There is a rookie for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm, mm, mm. You know where I'm going here, huh? Oh, boy. Osa Odigizua. He is a third-round defensive tackle out of UCLA. Okay? Young guy. Cowboys take it on Tampa on Thursday night, kicking off the entire season. So here's what Odigizua had to say about Tom Brady's weakness. Check it out. Not very mobile. Been playing for 21 years, dude. Is is a little older, not too mobile. I said that's probably what it is. I mean, I feel like he's not a guy that's too worried about what I'm saying. He's obviously going to be aware of it, but been doing this for a while. People say this, that, and the third. Been doing his thing. Mm. Okay. What he's saying is true, but just saying things that are true is not always the greatest idea, you know. If you were to say, yes, baby, those jeans do make you look fat, it might be true, but that is the wrong thing to say. And I don't think that you should be saying these things about Tom Brady. When you're a rookie, you haven't done one thing yet. And even though we know Brady is not a gazelle back there and his passer rating does go down when there's pressure on him, I don't think that's the comment to make leading up to the game when you're about to face them in week one. No, keep your mouth shut, rookie. You shouldn't even be talking. You shouldn't even be talking. I remember my rookie year, and I was starting. 
And I was just talking in the room, talking in the room, and Bob Whitfield, who I considered like my big brother, he turned around. He was like, Ephraim, shut the bleep, bleep, bleep up. (laughs) Right? You talk too much. You haven't played enough to talk that much. And that's the reality of it. I picture Barry, uh, like Bob Whitfield saying that in his Barry White voice. Is that how he went no, about it? No, no, he got no. He got his, you know, Bob's voice, it's got a little bit of high pitch to it. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I just, when I heard that earlier this week, I was like, this kid is an idiot. <laughs> I mean, he's, that's just, how much is he even going to play? Yeah. Right? What would be what would be so your reaction what, if, say, Aaron Donald said the same thing? That's different. Yeah. Because totally Aaron Donald different. can actually do something about it. Yeah. If this kid is playing 10 snaps a game, what are you even saying? Yeah. Aaron Donald was voted the second best player in the league last year by the players. He can say whatever he wants. But you, sir, say his name again. Osa Odigizua. Osa. Mm-hmm. O-O, we'll call him. Double O. Double O. Double O, hell no. Okay? <laughs> Just be quiet, man. And respect the game and respect one of the greatest players to ever play. Tom Brady has never been fast. Yeah, ever. Ever. What do you think Tom Brady's reaction to this is? Uh, we'll see it at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. See, Tom Brady has the uncanny ability to make you suffer with his play on the field and not so much his words. Mm-hmm. He should I find him you. after the game and take a picture with him. That's <laughs> He will somehow twist this into they're doubting you again. Like, like what? He's got the Jordan syndrome. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. He had the audacity not to look at me, right? <laughs> the story that Jordan was talking about in the last dance. But Brady is not going to sit there and shrug his shoulders and be like, he's kind of right. I'm not fast at all. I'm not mobile. He's going to be like, oh, all right, game on. Doubting me again, huh? All right, you'll see. I guarantee that's the way he's thinking. Any great athlete takes any slight, no matter how true it is. Oh, it's yes. Yeah. It's fuel, baby. Yes. It's fuel. Totally. Just, that's why rookies aren't supposed to talk. Yeah. Because they don't get it. They haven't been on the other side uh, well, he's from UCLA, so he should know what being drubbed is all about. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, you didn't take – you're talking about UCLA now, not when you were around and Sa- San Diego State was steadily losing to when UCLA. He, when he was playing. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, because we beat them. San Diego State ran through him and them two years ago. Uh-huh. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> Yeah, it just wasn't wise. It was better left unsaid. You've got to take the high road until you've done something. You haven't played enough, young man. You have not played enough. All right, coming up next, which QB grouping would you rather have? I'm Brian No. He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, it just dawned on me. I, I am such a work in progress when it comes to procrastinating. I've been trying to make strides not to procrastinate as much. And yet here I am. I had weeks, the better part of a month, to put the big three pool together. You just make three NFL picks against the spread each week. Whoever racks up the most amount of wins gets the, the overall they dub on the e- season. They pay Ephraim, yes. That's right. You won it a couple of years ago when we did it. Well, last time we did it, I won it. So Yeah. Yes. Took a hiatus this past season because of COVID and not knowing how the season was going to shake out. Um, and I'm supposed to run it back now and collect the money before the season begins. The season begins Thursday. I got to get on it. I have to get on it by Monday or Tuesday. Mass invites. Mass invites. And let's get this thing going. What's but, the, uh, what's the uh, buy-in fee? Last time it was 103 American dollars. All right. And the reason why is because there's a site and they charge you a little bit. So it just made sense to break it up that way for the three extra dollars. Um, so, yeah, we'll probably do that. Uh, probably about the same amount. All right. You tell me where to send it. It's coming. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds good right there. Now, um, I was looking at starting quarterbacks in the NFL because there was a picture that was circulating where Mac Jones, Tua Tungavailoa, Jalen Hurts, all three quarterbacks, all at the same time in their Alabama uniforms. And they're all starting quarterbacks now in the NFL. It's pretty insane. 
And so, you know me and my geeky NFL ways, big man. I started looking around the league and thinking, hey, how many schools have current NFL starting quarterbacks? Like multiple starting quarterbacks. And we have four schools right now. We've got Bama with the three that I mentioned. We have Oklahoma. They have Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and also Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is at two schools, right? Going from Bama and transferring to Oklahoma. You've got California with Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff. And you have Louisville with Lamar Jackson and Teddy Bridgewater. So if you're looking at these four schools and these groups of quarterbacks here, I would venture to guess you would probably put the tandem of Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff at the top. Obviously because of Aaron Rodgers' studliness. Is that correct? Yes. You'd go Team Cal number one. Who's number two? Are you going, you have three choices. The Bama QBs, Mac, Tua, Hurts, Oklahoma with Baker and Kyler, along with Hurts. Uh, Oklahoma. You go Oklahoma. Yeah. That was quick. With the two Pro Bowl quarterbacks. The other guys haven't played. And and one got benched. Yeah, what? I mean, Mac Jones could be pretty good. It's yeah, not we just don't about know the here that. Now. We're talking about right now, though. You, you're no, talking no, no. about hypotheticals. We're projecting. No, We're projecting I project- over the next, I'm not over the next 10 years. No, over the next 10 years. we can't do that. Next five you, years. You can't do that without a sample size. We have no sure sample size. No, you don't. No, you can't. That's what drafting is. You're drafting based on, hey, how do we think the next five, ten years are going to shake out? It's that you don't draft a player thinking, how's it going to play out in 2021? I'm leaning towards alone. I'm leaning towards Oklahoma because if if that's what we're if projection is what we're going off of, uh-huh. Alabama has not had a sustainable top tier quarterback. Okay. All Ever. Right. Okay. So number two, you go Team Oklahoma. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Cal, then Oklahoma. Now here it is. Number three. Mac, Tua, and Jalen Hurts. Are you Team Bama or Team Louisville with Lamar Jackson and Teddy Two Gloves over there? Mm, Teddy Two Gloves and Lamar. You just have no love for Bama quarterbacks. Is I, that what I, it is? Yeah, because I, I'm i going off <laughs> history. I'm going off history. So where are? Tell me the quarterback. What A.J. McCarron, where is he? I couldn't even. Well, he just tore his ACL with the Falcons, right? I think he's what, backing up Where Matt was Ryan. he on the depth chart? Third? Backup. I think he was the backup. All right. Who, who else from Alabama? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. You know what? There was the Tedford curse. Jeff Tedford was Aaron Rodgers' college head coach, and there were a lot of quarterbacks that put up numbers for Jeff Tedford. And then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers came along, and you don't hear about the curse anymore. Like you, you might not even remember that was a whole thing at the time. So you're saying that's what's happening in Alabama? I'm not saying that one of these Bama quarterbacks is going to turn it. it. I'm not saying three of them are starting opening day. Who uh who's going who's going to carry the burden of uh, you know of writing the 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 narrative for uh, uh, Alabama quarterbacks? I I hate to say this because man, this really tears at my 
my you think Mac Jones. dolphin soul over here, yeah. right? But I got to put my dolphin fandom to the side and give you a no BS assessment. I think Mac Jones is going to be a good NFL pro. I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, and you don't like... Uh... And I root Tua. for the Dolphins. I want Tua to be the guy. Well, you don't like Tua, so that's it. I do like Tua. You don't like Tua. I don't want the Patriots to have another stud franchise quarterback. But I do. I think that Mac Jones, he's got the poise. He's got the accuracy. I think he's got it. The way the rules are set up, I think he's going to have a lot of passing success in the NFL. Tua could be that guy, too. You notice how my voice went up? I'm not convinced. You go up an octave. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. I don't know. I don't know that he's going to be that guy. He, he he's not going to be that guy. <sighs> there there he might not even be the 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 quarterback for Miami <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> All right, coming up next. Which playoff teams last year will not be playoff teams this year? Uh, we got action finally. Points on the board in this Clemson Georgia game. It comes compliments of the Georgia defense. Safety Christopher Smith jumped a slant route. DJ Uwe did not see him through a pick six. Georgia on top. Seven nothing, just a couple of minutes away from halftime. Yeah, DJ PU. Yeah, right? That was ugly right there. Got to give credit to Smith. That was a nice defensive play, but. You know what's funny? I don't understand why quarterbacks get the benefit of the doubt on slant routes. It goes back to the Super Bowl. Remember when Russell Wilson threw that pick? Yes. And all you heard was, it's on Daryl Bevel. Why would he call it? It's partly on him. Unless that guy is open, if you're Russell Wilson, you don't throw it. You don't put the ball in harm's way where it could be intercepted. And that's exactly what happened. I love Russell Wilson. He's dynamic. He's a magician back there. But for him to get... Zero heat throwing that ball. It goes back to my my theory on the slant pattern. If you throw a slant that's picked off, somehow you don't get blamed as a quarterback. Makes no sense to me, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, you you can't. Number one, staring down a, the slant receiver is a good way to get you know a pick six. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I you you just. And you don't see top-tier quarterbacks making mistakes like that. This young man is, is young. He's got a lot to learn. He hit the ground with a splash last year when Trevor Lawrence was out. And he's going to make me lose a candy bar today. So. <laughs> You're giving up already? Where are the passing yards at? He has 51. One? 51. All right, so he's got to go for 200-plus. Well, hey, you put a drive together, final three minutes, silver lining, you throw a pick six, you get the ball right back, you know? Maybe he doubles his passing I yards mean, he's thus been far. sacked twice, uh, no pocket awareness. Uh, he's <laughs> dropped the snap twice. Uh, yeah, it's just a little bit more complicated than, than him just not finding the open receivers. Not feeling like it's in the cards right nah, now. No, he's just, he, he looks rattled. Yeah. Okay, big man. So uh, Chris Sims, he uh, made some comments here that caught the attention of myself and some other people. He was talking about the Seattle Seahawks. So let's focus on the Seahawks, and then we'll transition to the playoff teams from last year. Who do you think will not be in the playoffs this year? 
So basically a two-pronged approach here. So this is Chris Sims on the Unbuttoned show talking about Seattle. Here you go. I am going Seattle no playoffs this year. That is my team that I think eight, falls nine. out. Yeah, or nine and eight. eight. Nine and eight, right. Like, they're one of those teams that's going to come down the last two weeks of the year. How does it play out? And uh, that's, the, you know, wow. the one team I got, you know, from in last year to the outside looking this year. Okay. Lovers. There's all, all right. So he says they're out. They have those ads when you're looking at a box score and you're like, what? I didn't say to play that. Anyway, I digress. Hey, man, but, we've been doing this too long for you to be making those type of mistakes, okay? <laughs> I looked at DJ Uwe's numbers, and all of a sudden we got a McDonald's ad playing. Hey, What's up with that? I'm looking at his numbers. I don't have an ad here. Because <laughs> you don't have it set up to play on the air. Well, don't have it play on the air. Well, then you couldn't hear Chris Sims, you know? No one needed to hear Chris Sims. I, uh, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Okay, so he says no Seahawks for the playoffs. Now, the reasons why, I I won't play the audio, but I'll just, uh, he was like, the cover corners, where are they? Legitimate point. How about the upper echelon pass rushers? They don't have that. Their front seven is, eh, it's all right. Bobby Wagner, is he still a great player? Chris Sims doesn't think so. You could argue, argue differently. He says he's worried because Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. He's dynamic. And that's what troubles him. But he thinks, all things considered, he sees nine and eight, no playoffs for the Seahawks. What do you think about that? No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't either. I think they make the playoffs, but I think I wouldn't sit here and just be stunned. It's the NFL. Injuries occur. Crazy stuff happens. I would not be floored whatsoever if the Seahawks didn't make the playoffs. Although I expect them to be in the playoffs. That makes sense to you. Yeah, it does. It it makes. Yeah, it definitely Look at the Niners the last couple of years. They went from Super Bowl birth to a mash unit and not sniffing the playoffs Mm -hmm. last season. So it happens. So um, let me ask you this. One last follow-up, and we'll get to the playoff teams from last year that you don't think will be in the playoffs this year. Would you be more surprised if the Seahawks won the Super Bowl or if they missed the playoffs? If they won the Super Bowl. Okay. I agree with you. What are your reasons for that? Um, they have a pretty tough division. Uh, number one, uh, number two, uh, they'd have to go through Green Bay, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. um, and of course their division. I think the Niners are going to be so much better this year than they were last year, and then the Rams themselves. Uh, those two teams in their division, I think they'll be hard pressed to. You know, beat them two, three times. It would take for them to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then whoever they're facing in the AFC is going to be a tough team. Yeah, so that's that's a that's a hard path. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, if um if we're talking about the playoff teams from last year, and I'll make it easy for you, we'll what? just go rapid fire. Okay. I'll give you each of the playoff teams, and you say back in or they gone. Okay. Kind of like Hawk Harrelson, you know, um, uh, when who used to say he gone. So Chiefs, I would go. They're back in, there. of course. Okay, uh, Bills back in. Yep. Now, typically, we have at least five teams, and this is before expansion. We would have five teams consistently from the previous year that were in the playoffs not make it the next year. So it's probably going to be in that range, somewhere around five, six teams, something like that. Okay, you also had the Steelers 
That's a good candidate to not be there. Huh? Are they gone? Hmm. Tough. They're gone. They're gone. Get them out of here. They're gone. I'll take Baltimore and Cleveland in that division. Okay, so Baltimore's back. Cleveland's back. Yep. That Jeffs leaves the Colts with Carson Wentz. Um, no. Out of here. Out of here. Okay. So I see only one team. I see only one team from the AFC South making it. And that's the, your Titans, your adopted Titans. Uh, no, they're not my Titans. You love Derrick Henry. I do love Derrick Henry. <laughs> okay, so uh, Titans in, mm-hmm. Colts out. Who's the team? <clears throat> Miami. Who's the team that replaces the Steelers? I Chargers. Th- I think it's the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. I'm going Miami. I say say Miami makes the playoffs. <laughs> you don't believe that. I do believe that. We've got is, a legitimate is that, defense. Is that with Deshaun Watson or with Tua? <laughs> That's with Tua. I, I don't know that I don't know what Deshaun's situation is going to be like this year. I don't know if he's playing any games the whole year. No, like people it's like you don't even believe that. If you look at Ryan Fitzpatrick last year, we act like he was putting up numbers. He had 13 touchdowns and eight picks. That's what Ryan Fitzpatrick did last year. And we're acting like that's the only reason they were winning all those games. They won 10 games last season. Give Tua a little bit of time. It's got Jalen Waddle. It's, it's hard to do that when his own team doesn't believe in him. You know what I mean? Like how it like you you're trying to make us believe in him and the organization doesn't believe in him and that's a tough sell. Hey, listen. If um okay, a guy is walking down the street with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. okay? And he looks at another girl. That doesn't mean that he doesn't think his girl is attractive. That he doesn't think his girl is a catch. I mean, if his know? girl is a, quarter, a starting quarterback, it does. That's what happened. The Dolphins are walking next to Tua, and man, they saw Deshaun Watson cross the street, and they did a double take. And like, what? That doesn't mean just because they saw someone who is prettier that they don't think Tua is pretty. Taller, prettier, uh, a supermodel. He could still be the guy. I mean, I don't know why people have bailed on to a so net fast. worth higher. Yeah, you, 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 and and she likes you too. Oh, you know yeah. what's funny too you, is you might have to revisit your relationship. More people bailed on Tua than Cam Newton. Like, let that sink in. Cam Newton, who was a rookie in 2011, who threw eight touchdowns and ten picks last year. There were more people that were more optimistic about Cam Newton bouncing back than Tua, who was a rookie last year, who threw 11 touchdowns and five picks. Yeah, we don't believe him. Don't believe who? We don't believe Tua. You don't believe Tua. Being a franchise guy? You don't believe that. I believe he can. I don't know that he will. You wanted them to go up and get a quarterback in the draft. I did, and I was so. Don't give me you believe. Don't oh, don't, oh, oh. don't try to hey, walk hey. it. Don't try to walk it back now. No, no, no. I'm just like the Dolphins. I am just like the Dolphins. I didn't want to put all my eggs in the Tua basket. So yeah, with them being that high in the draft, I wanted them to draft a QB. Um, but they went in a different direction, and they're rolling with Tua at least for 2021, unless Deshaun Watson is available. And right, they're gonna roll with it. 
They have a wandering eye. Yes, they do. That doesn't mean never that Tua good for can't a relationship. A it, it's it isn't. You're right. It isn't. But that doesn't mean that Tua is incapable of being a franchise guy. That's all I'm telling you. Okay, let's do the NFC. We also have this. I'll tell you what, big man. I am searching feverishly. So at Fox Sports Radio, we've done this for years. There are six predictions before the season. We pick our AFC and NFC champions, right? The teams that make it to the Super Bowl. Who you have winning the Super Bowl. We pick the worst team, the MVP of the league, and then also the out-on-a-limb pick. I take great pride in my out-on-a-limb pick. It's got to be something where you're like, oh, gosh, do you really think that's going to happen? And if it does, you're just you strutting around like a peacock. You know what I mean? So I'm working on this. We'll get to the NFC playoff teams from last year who we believe will not be in it this year. And then also I will try to crunch the numbers and figure out my out-on-a-limb pick. So lots of fun to come. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. 
By the way, as uh, Don Brown came back, great job by him, as is typically the case, uh, welcoming us back with some Slayer! It's always great to hit the ground running like that, right? Um, It just got me thinking about music, big man. Have you sampled the new Drake album? Uh, Not yet. Drake guy. I am a Drake guy. You are. You just haven't found time just yet. I haven't found time yet. Uh, Don Brown, you're very musical. Have you found time? Are you a Drake guy at all? Have you heard the new thing? I have heard it, and um, I like it. Not bad? It's not too bad. Uh, I'll be honest, it's it's kind of same-same. It's executed at a great level, but as far as Drake goes, it's still kind of samey. I think he's too big to be a real, real, real artist. He kind of has to play it safe, I think. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to check it out. I haven't heard it yet. Um, by the way, before we dive back into the uh, playoff picture in the NFL, uh, looking at the NFC, which playoff teams from last year will not be back in it this year? A little bit of hoops. How about your Lakers getting DeAndre Jordan? You like that? Another you a fan piece. of that? Another piece. I mean, it's a backup to Anthony Davis. Yep, it's a, a rebounder. Ba- a backup to Anthony Davis. Uh, so... You know, now we have him, and we also have Dwight Howard. We yeah. saw how well the two-headed athletic bigs worked when we had JaVale, uh, JaVale and 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 Dwight. And yeah, I like that. I like that. Both guys catch lobs, get rebounds, mm-hmm. right? And 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 defend the paint. That's it. That's all you need them yeah. for. Just do the dirty work. That's it. That's it. Yeah. How about, I do love this story too, LaMarcus Aldridge, he returns to the NBA. He's back with the Brooklyn Nets. He retired last season because of an irregular heartbeat. And he got checked out, seems to be good to go, signs a one-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets. And look, man, if he is healthy, that dude is a player. And in that offense with those guys around him, that dude could just be deadly from the elbow. Oh, he's, he's a big man Chris Paul, basically. Yeah, you know? he is a uh, mid-range jump-shooting dynamo. Oh, gosh. And with Harden, KD, and Kyrie around him, he's going to get some open looks. And oh, he's yeah. just going to knock down elbow jumpers all day long. So uh, that's that's a good get for the Brooklyn Nets. And also, just outside of the sports thing, just to have him be able to come back. He thought his career was over with that heartbeat. It was irregular. It scared him to death. I get it. But he got it sorted out, and he's back. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm happy that he gets to come back and finish on his terms. Um, he's a dynamic player. And, it's, <laughs> you know, before that happened last year, I was expecting big things with him in the Nets. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I just think of um, some of these – Players from certain teams. I think of Damian Lillard, who wants to win a championship. And I mean, really, Dame is a smart guy. He's seeing these players where Paul Millsap signs with the Brooklyn Nets. Paul can still do some things as a role player, right? He doesn't have to be a star. Look at the talent that they have there. They've got superstars up the wazoo with the Brooklyn Nets. So if you're looking at it like, oh, okay, they just picked up Paul Millsap. LaMarcus Aldridge is back. By the way, formerly Dame's teammate. 
you got to be looking at this like, how are we going to compete with this? The Lakers are just picking up pieces. Oh, let's pick up Dwight Howard. Oh, let's pick up DeAndre Jordan. Sure, like, those aren't stars, but to do the dirty work, They're those pieces. guys are more than capable. They're pieces, and it's nothing like your team not adding pieces while everybody else is. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. that, that's worse. I know it. When your team is just like, uh, huh. Yeah, it's, look, Paul Millsap with the Minnesota Timberwolves is different than Paul Millsap with the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, yes it is. It matters. And uh, I just, uh, you look at some of these teams that are in the middle of the playoff race, I I don't know how you're taking down the super teams. Wouldn't that be great, L.A. and Brooklyn in the finals? I'm going to, I will go to every single one of those games. <laughs> They're on a collision course. For I will that go to, to every case. game, every game here and every game in New York. There'd be a, a lot of storylines with that. You might get your wish. I mean, short of injury, that should happen. Lakers and Nets. It'd be a lot of fun. Okay, we get back to the NFC playoff picture here, big man. Brian Noni from Salam with you. So we're looking at. The playoff teams from last year, who will be back again this year, who will be out. So we've weeded out two from the AFC. We're in agreement. Steelers and Colts, who were in last year, they're gone. So typically we get an average right around five teams, somewhere in the five to six team range that don't repeat in terms of a playoff berth. So we have three or four to weed out from the NFC if history holds. So Green Bay, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're back in the yes. playoffs this year. Okay. You're in agreement? Yeah. Saints, out of here. Gone. Not happening. I you agree. You agree? Yep. Yeah. It's just, I mean, come on. You downgrade from Drew Brees to Jameis. You don't have Michael Thomas. You're not playing at home. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to... It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think they get nine wins just on the strength of Peyton Manning. I mean, uh, excuse me, Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. I think they get nine wins, but that's not enough to get them in the playoffs. Okay. Three seed from last year, the Seahawks. You already said they're back in. Yeah. I would agree. I would like to be a shock jock here, but I I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Short of injury, just ravaged. I think they're back in. They're a steady team. Number four team last year, Washington. Out. Bye. See ya. Dak is healthy. Ryan Fitzpatrick, not enough. Got a great defense, but no, they fall short, I say. I, I, I say they stay in. They're in. I think they're in. Why do you like them? I, the, the division is so terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. They have the, one of the top defenses in the league, and they have a gunslinger who doesn't care. The defense is going to keep them in the game. They're, they're going to be able to overcome some of Ryan Fitzpatrick's mistakes. Who do you have right? winning the division? I have Washington winning. You got Washington yes, winning it. Yes, I do. I'm going Dallas. I don't know who Dallas is, and I don't know what Dak is going to show up. I really don't. Candy Barbet? Candy Barbet. All right, let's lock it in. I'm writing it down. I got it. You know what? I need to, I need to get a list of all this stuff. <laughs> the season luck. I'm going uh, Cowboys over Washington in the NFC. All right, I'll lock it, I'll lock it in there. Okay, finishing this up. Tampa, of course, they were in the playoffs last year. They won the whole freaking thing. They're going to be in it this year. Of course. I mean, that's Tom Brady would have to get hurt in week one, a la the 2008 season, for them not to be. They return all their starters. They're back in. Rams? Yeah. 
<sighs> they upgraded a quarterback. I know they did. I know. I, so what's – I don't know what they hey, – hey, They got a legit defense. You got Stafford. He's better than Goff. We expect him to be in. But is it set in stone? The injury thing is always a wild card. I get it, but I yeah, I take the Rams. And that's a tough division. That's a, a hellacious division. Yes. Toughest in football. Man, I reserve this. My out on the limb. Uh, Rams not making the playoffs. Mm. I, I'm 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 going to save that. There. Now the Bears made it last year. They gone. They gone. I don't see the Bears in the playoffs. Bears gone. Okay. So we have uh, we've got the Saints out. We've got uh, well, I have Washington out. I've got the Bears out. <laughs> I have not committed to the Rams out or not. Mm-hmm. So of those three teams. Who were the uh, the non-playoff teams from last year that you see Frisco. making it this year? Frisco. Okay. I think yep, that makes I, sense. Yep, I think Frisco's in. Um, How about the Vikes? You know what? I'm saying the Vikes make the playoffs I'll this year. I'll take the Vikings as well. I love Delvin Cook. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. If they can and get Kirk that, put if, up numbers. Yep, if the, the defense just got to get back to where it was. And they were really banged up last yeah, year. Get yep. Neil Hunter back. If, if they helps. can get healthy, I, I think Minnesota takes one of those spots. Yeah. Okay, and then I had Dallas instead of Washington there. No, not me. Those are my uh, switcheroo picks. I think that's it. I don't think you can go with anybody else. I don't. I don't think you could go with the Cardinals. I mean, you could, but I don't think you believe that no. the Cardinals are going to get there. Carolina, Atlanta, no, no. Chicago, Detroit, no, thanks. You're really just left with the Giants. If Daniel Jones takes a step forward or not, no. Yeah. No, I don't believe the Giants. <laughs> there is. I mean, the, I just, the, the team, I think, I don't think they'll win the division, but they may squeak in is if we need another team to fill that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not going to say that. What? You, I, I was Atlanta. Oh. Well, that defense got to get a whole lot better. They got to get a whole lot better. But I just really like Kyle Pitts, man. Yeah. Yeah, and they got a lot besides him. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's legit. If Matt Ryan can just harness any of what he had. You know what? I didn't think about it like this, and shame on me for being late to the party, but like Matt Ryan is the Derek Carr of the NFC. Yes. Like Those are the same dudes. They're putting up numbers, and their defenses suck. The Falcons and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. It's a carbon copy, and yet the QBs are called Sir, out more than the defenses are. Yeah, they're they're serviceable. Yeah. Well, they're more than that. Yeah, but, they are. I mean, he was an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> they're still putting up good numbers. You know, it's almost too easy to say, speaking of putting up good numbers, you know? But when it's on the tee, what are you going to do? Just uh, not hit it over the fence? You know, speaking of putting up numbers, when we're talking about not only award-winning update after award-winning update, but he does it not only with a smile on his face, but a gracious heart and just an essence that draws you in. You feel the update. You don't just hear it. And that is because of the great Steve DeSager. Stephen E. DeSager. E for essence, apparently. (laughs) 
We're going to update college football in a moment, but at the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament in New York, women's number one Ash Barty has just lost, upset by an American Shelby Rogers in a third set tiebreaker. Men's number one Novak Djokovic already won his third round match. There's college football on Fox TV. Scoreless early second quarter at the Rose Bowl. UCLA hosting 16th ranked LSU. About to start the second half in Charlotte. It's Georgia 7-0 over Clemson thanks to a pick six against DJ Uyangalale. And by the way, the Clemson quarterback on the ground five carries minus seven oh, yards God. so far in this game number six texas a&m with a halftime lead of just 10-3 over kent state 13th ranked florida had a couple first quarter touchdowns it's still just 14 nothing over florida atlantic early in the third halftime at number 20 washington huskies only leading 7-3 against montana next saturday night it's washington at michigan which won today among the non-top 25 in action auburn going to the fourth quarter is already up 53 to nothing against Akron and South Carolina which by the way is playing a grad assistant at quarterback is leading 32 to nothing against Eastern Illinois late in the third quarter how did that even happen <laughs> like really you know I like, think about that it's in the same conference as Bama you think Bama's playing a graduate assistant at QB no a couple weeks ago I guess he was just like helping the players prepare and then now he's the <laughs> opening day quarterback it's embarrassing it's a it's a cool story, but it's just embarrassing. It just shows you the Grand Canyon size difference between that school and Alabama. Sprain foot for the expected starter, so stepping in, Zeb Noland, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest is history. Are we going to make a movie of this someday? Yeah, uh, if they can get Eastern Illinois on the schedule the rest of the season, you bet they will. Syracuse leads 22-6 at Ohio early fourth quarter. Purdue only ahead of Oregon State 13-7 in the third quarter. And it's Houston now 21-14 over Texas Tech mid-third quarter. Boy, Houston Cougars, they ought to get them in that conference, the Big 12. They ought, to th- they ought to think about that. As for Illinois, they're trailing at home at half to UT San Antonio. 20 to 14, the Roadrunners lead the Illini. Wow. Patrick Cantley leads by two strokes over John Rahm at the PGA's Tour Championship. In baseball, wins already for Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto. But Baltimore beat the Yankees in New York 4-3 with a run in the ninth. Mets split a doubleheader at Washington, so the Game 2 loss ended the Mets' six-game winning streak. Miami scored three in the bottom of the eighth to beat Philadelphia 3-2. Dodgers already up 3-0 at San Francisco, bottom of the first inning. Chance to retie the standings with San Francisco in the NL West. Julio Rios, 15-3, is on the mound. And how the Cardinals doing as they start the night only a game and a half back of the Reds for the last AL wildcard spot, uh, NL wildcard spot. The Reds are winning 5-4 against Detroit, bottom of the sixth. The Cardinals are still getting shut out at Milwaukee. It is 4-0 Brewers with one out in the top of the ninth. The Cardinals' offense oh. is 2-for-26. Oh, Adrian Hauser of the Brewers is throwing a two-hitter with seven strikeouts, no walks, one out in the ninth. And by the way, guys, there was a photo on Twitter today after the Indiana game that one of the players coming out of the tunnel and charging on the field to start the season – the word Indiana was misspelled on his jersey. Oh, my goodness. No. Indinia is how they spelled it. <laughs> and then <laughs> in the first two minutes or so, Indiana, or shall we say Indinia, allowed a 56-yard touchdown run, threw a pick six of 30 yards. By halftime, oh, the Indiana Hoosiers were trailing at Iowa 31-3. 
Iowa 34 to 6 the final and Indiana was 17th ranked preseason for what it's worth. Not a good start today. Back to you. Man, I saw Michael Penix Jr had 3 picks. Mm-hmm. 3 picks for Sam Howell the North Carolina quarterback. Well, the Oklahoma quarterback, his first throw today was an interception. He wound up with two picks. Yeah, Spencer Radler, one touchdown, two picks against Tulane. I don't want to hear anything else about Oklahoma, big man. I don't want to hear it. That's a a team that's very good, probably going to win the conference, might even make the college football playoff, and they're not going to do jack again like they always do. (laughs) I don't want to hear the hype. I'm over it. Every year, I oh, the, the defense. Yeah, they allowed 35 points to Tulane. Stop talking to me yeah, about Yeah, Tulane had that. I mean, it, it was an inch or, or half a yard away from extending yeah. that drive and, and having an opportunity to go down and 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 score a touchdown to win the game. I know. What is it with Oklahoma early in the year? Remember, they, they just don't play defense. Against man. Army? Yeah. <laughs> like now it's Tulane. And, yeah, you're right. I think it was fourth and 13, and the quarterback got 12. Was, we got 12 and a half. I, that's right. Uh, so close, but. Didn't happen. By the way, one of the more astounding things I saw watching college ball today, you would love this, big man. Evan Neal, the offensive tackle for Alabama, the man is 6'7", 350 pounds. They showed him doing a box jump. So think, I don't know if I can do it justice. It's a 48-inch box jump split leg. So what the heck does that mean? Picture Evan Neal. Standing in front, there's a platform in front of him and there's a platform behind him. He jumps up and then his right leg goes on the platform in front of him. His left leg goes on the platform behind him. Oh, by the way, he's 350 pounds doing that, jumping up on a 48-inch box. That's insane. Yeah, that's nuts. Goodness (laughs) gracious. I couldn't believe what I saw. They showed it during the game. I'm like, oh my gosh, how? how? And it is, I, I don't know, man. It's a little bit dangerous, right? If he doesn't stick the landing at 350 pounds, if he comes down the wrong way, that's it. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have any words for Juju Smith-Schuster doing the milk crate challenge? What do you think about that? That's not smart. That's uh, that's that's pretty dumb. I I don't understand why that's a thing. I don't know why it's a thing. I, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> How high is the tallest? It doesn't like, matter. It's a good. I don't know. Close to ten feet in the air. It's up there. I mean, so many things can go wrong. <laughs> so many. Goodness gracious! Like, listen, I understand. I don't know, I think about like Buffalo Bills fans and they're diving through tables and like, listen, sometimes people do crazy things, breaking news. But if you have multi-million dollars on the line like Juju Smith-Schuster, I, I don't I don't understand what you're thinking doing something like that, man. There's Look, the, look at the risk reward. What's the reward if you complete it? Nothing. The risk is you're on the sideline for the whole year and might lose millions of dollars in the process. Come on, man. We got to be better than that, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so got to be way better than that. All right, coming up next, we close it down in style. A broadcaster makes a snafu, and I am trying, big man. I am trying like crazy to make my 
Fox Sports Radio picks before the NFL season begins. Six categories. Out on a limb pick is the one. It is is my prized possession. It is ah, oh, it's my year's work here, you know. And I, I haven't figured it out yet. So we will compare notes before we get on out of here. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm Brian No. He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Not looking great for Clemson. Georgia flexing their defensive muscle over here. Still pitching a shutout. And uh, they've got the ball in the early going. Georgia does. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter. By the way, in-game prediction, how many points do you think Clemson scores tonight? I mean... In. It's <laughs> <laughs> been rough, man. He's got a pick right here, oh, though. Oh, that helps. Oh, this helps. That helps the cause right there. Come on, JT Daniels. What are you doing? Your defense is standing on its head I like need a hockey DJ goalie. To, to, to throw for 160 more yards. Okay. That's it. That's, that's it. Uh, that's that's going to be rough. By the way, uh, I think we got a little bit of time. 
Lee Robert Delap the Fourth, our trusted producer. Any candy bars that you would suggest if I win tonight's candy bar bet? I get three of them coming my way. Compliments of the big man. Anything that you would uh, say you would suggest I go with? Uh, Milky Way. I'm a Milky, Milky Way guy. Bad. I like Milky Ew. Way guy. Okay. Nobody likes Milky Way. I caramel. love Milky Way. Yeah. Do you go caramel or caramel? What do you say, big man? Caramel. I go caramel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Caramel. I'm a caramel guy. Caramel. Okay. Don Brown. You uh, vouch for any candy bars over here? What do you think? Snickers is a normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Very standard. Nothing wrong with that. Do you like paydays? Oh, I was going to go payday. Paydays, paydays aren't bad. Paydays are not bad. Good. Okay, there you go. Take a payday. Maybe I could just go almond Cha-ching. Snickers, you know? Could do that. Not bad. Like the suggestions. Good stuff. Okay, I'm going to save the uh, predictions for the last... <laughs> I'm still splitting hairs on uh, what I want to go with here uh, with the out on a limb. I take great pride in the out on, on a limb, but I wanted to play some sound for you before we get out of here. Naomi Osaka, okay? Mm-hmm. She got beat in the third round of the U.S. Open, and she had her press conference after the match, and uh, I, I just thought it was interesting what she had to say. Now, it's a, a little bit longer than normal, but I think it it matters. The whole thing needs to be, it's a little over a minute, but just listen to what she says about taking a break and everything that she's dealing with right now. Here you go. I feel like for me, recently, um, like when I win, I don't feel happy. I feel more more like a relief. Um, And then when I lose, I feel very sad. And I don't, I don't think that's normal. And I didn't really want to cry. But basically, I feel like um, Gentlemen, I'm done. Okay. Thank you. No, I kind of want to finish this, though. Finish I'm sorry. Um, it's up to you. Yeah. So basically, I feel like... Okay. So... Hmm, this is very hard to articulate. Well, basically, I feel like I'm kind of at this point where I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And I honestly don't know when I'm going to play my next tennis match. <laughs> Sorry. But. Sorry. Thank you, everyone. Oh. Okay, yeah. But I, I think I'm going to take a break from playing for a while. <laughs> All right. So a lot there. Yeah, it is. And look, I, I'll tell you this. Just because you have the talent does not mean this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is not for everybody. And it can be too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes your talent supersedes your mental capacity to deal with said talent Mm -hmm. and that's okay yeah yeah it's okay i mean everybody isn't going to be great in terms of dealing with the ebbs and flows of being a professional athlete it's hard 
It was hard for me. It was. I, I was talking to uh, one of my friends over the uh, over the weekend. There are a couple times where I was just physically and mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it just it wears on you. And so these are kids. She's a kid. She's a young lady. And she may not have that wall that mm-hmm. you have to have as a professional athlete. So look, it's not for everybody, man. And yeah. she's right. She's going to walk away, take some time. She may not ever play tennis again. And and that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's I hope she gets whatever it is sorted out for one her quality of life and two to reach her full potential. If there's any sort of mental hurdle, whatever that is, anxiety, depression, I, I don't know what exactly she's dealing with. She's never going to reach her full potential until that is sorted out. It's just not going to happen. So I hope it does primarily for a quality of life and then secondarily for a profession. But if it isn't sorted out for a profession, so be it. Oh, I mean, well, there's no right? sense in making yourself you know, uh, unhappy while trying to just battle through this and it's not working out. Like if it's not there, it's not there. There's a reason that, you know, they're sports psychologists. Yeah. There's a reason. Jackson, when I was in Jacksonville, they had a sports psychologist on staff. Seriously, yeah, man. like I mean, for real. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's so. <laughs> it matters. I think that it's this weird deal where I, I don't know. Some people are just like, oh my gosh, rolling of the eyes, and again with the uh, mental hurdles. And she's not a Hollywood actress. No, she's, she's crying. This like is she's, a, she's this is pain. a young this is a woman who yeah. is not enjoying. She said, even yeah. with the wins, she's not enjoying the wins. It's a sense of relief, not a sense of euphoric. Elation. Right. I just think it's easier to understand physical injuries than it is mental challenges. If someone, it's like, hey, Torres ACL, he's out for nine months. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. She's dealing with anxiety. Okay, what what does that exactly mean? It's hard to pinpoint. But I think with it being obscure, you, you got to be smart about how you react to that. Because it can be a very real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we save this for the end, big man. Our predictions will go rapid fire. AFC champ, who do you have? Kansas City. I have the same. NFC champ, I'm going with the Rams. I was thinking about them not being in the playoffs. I'm going with them to get Tampa to the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay. Tampa again. I'm going the Chiefs to win it. You? Chiefs to win it. Okay. Worst team, I got the Texans. I got uh, Jacksonville. Okay. MVP, I, I hate to go chalk, but I'm going Mahomes. I think he has I got Mahomes. Okay. Out on a limb. You got first dibs. What do you have? I have uh, Henry going back-to-back 2,000-yard season on the ground. Okay. I like it with the 17 games. Yep. That helps. I'm going. It's a little wordy. Trey Lance, Niners quarterback, he doesn't start half the games as the other first-round rookie quarterbacks. What do you think? I I like that. Okay. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.